0: How's it going in Terra Bay? How's it going, Michelle? You do you doing all right? I'm doing all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I always like whenever we just commit and press start to record on these episodes. We were just giggling about white bread. Mm-hmm. Um would you would you care to explain, Michelle, about, about the white bread? Um we were going on like a little like connecting like daisy chain of not even my girl, but just the lyric of "Girl" in certain mm. songs. And- there's, there's a lot of them. Yeah, and then we stopped at number three, which was "Uptown Girl," mm-hmm. and Stephanie paused and said, "Something about white bread." And I said, "What?" just "There's something about white bread." In the oh, way? it's the white bread world. Oh, a I don't know. "Uptown Girl" rhymes somehow with "white bread world," and then that was like the, oh, the subsequent it's like a mis- line. Heard lyric. No, no, no! It's a subsequent line. Oh. White bread world, I I think so. Maybe I've misheard it wrong my entire life. But it's like she's she's living in her white bread world. Something about yeah, it's. uh, I I have a propensity, dear dear for mishearing a lot of. Idiot, you're right. But I was thinking of the. Oh, I'm absolutely shocked. White bread isn't it the food white bread white world bread is in like genetics breeding oh i also thought it was the edible <laughs> variety you know uh, I'm- <laughs> <laughs> i thought she was just living you know versus like a whole wheat bread like a scenario white bread you know I thought she, I thought that, you know, she just really loves her, you know, simple, lovely no, white like, bread. Like, like, I thought she was, like a, like, a very uncomplicated person. I I thought that she was just, uh, the, the, the the singer was singing about, like, a lovely, simple girl who just lived in a very, like, lovely, no. simple life. No, no, no. And, you know, no, she no, just, no, no, no. you know, loves her white bread. But you know not a huge fan of like hoagies or you know like french bread because it's a little too hard but you know like the whitest of white breads is just the softest you know like you know almost like a sugar loaf so um, t- we wanted to talk about music videos <laughs> today's episode but now i want to have an exercise for <laughs> Steph- <laughs> i want to have an exercise for stephanie and i storyboard the music our <laughs> music video for uptown town girl but it's like like a mix of like the smurfs and the gingerbread man but everything's made out of white bread yeah you know uh, i mean the, the the main characters are but the houses you know that you divide the houses by what kind of bread like you're you the she, bread as bowls. She, as she's looking for a downtown man yeah the brioche <laughs> I, I don't know what and kind when of bread she, you she, she live knows in. what she wants from her time like baking isn't it yeah and then and when she um, wakes up and makes up her mind is it a oh, line so she says why so maybe because she could say rye she'll see i'm not so tough like bread huh? oh soda bread it's pretty tough right she'll see i'm not so tough just because i'm in love with an uptown girl <laughs> <laughs> Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? <laughs> the Muffin man. <laughs> the Do you know Exactly. Just because I'm in love with an uptown girl, she's been living in her white bread world. Exactly, you see? <laughs> so, so, so Stephanie was kind of correct. It's not a misheard lyric. It's just a misinterpreted lyric. From both of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we, so we're starting. You want to hear my opener? Yeah, let's go with that. Although, so you know, it's going to be a pretty tough act to follow. <laughs> well, why don't we go with your opener first? We just did. No, the one you said you, you suggested before we were <laughs> going to record. <laughs> so the tarabagas were like, just just before we were recording we'd always like have a moment to like discuss who wants to do an opener uh, to see if we have any ideas and I was just like I just paused I completely retreated into my brain and started just to like think about like all the different thoughts I've had this past week or so maybe things I've journaled about like I thought about like osmosis and coordination and adaptation, and consolidation of memory, and, like, interspecies communication, and I'm just, like, thinking of how to how to put these into words, and Stephanie's like, I got one. She, she's so articulate, you know, Michelle, you, you're, I have to really, like, commend you on Thank your you. articulation of your thoughts, and all I can think of at this very moment is, uh, what kind of... <laughs> Can't get it. what kind of blob are you or like would you be like you know there's many types of blobs i just personally came from like working with glass so you know there's a lot of blob manipulation there just a kind of melted blob <laughs> um but there's blob, also blobs of like more solid ones like you know dough <laughs> you know if you <laughs> win your your white bread <laughs> or you know uh perhaps a, a sturdier blob than than that will do you know like if you are a sculpture person sculptor and making I don't know like really really hard um bits of clay and uh or or are you more like a a, a melting blob that you know um I think there's this uh Japanese character called Gudetama essentially he's just an egg yolk that just kind of like flops around not even flops where at whatever surface he is on he just kind of like molds himself oh, I onto know. it yeah i know what you're talking about you know? yeah um and it's like it's like the japanese version of the couch potato and i relate in so many ways um but you know there's, there's so many different types of blobs so like what kind, what kind of blob are you <laughs> you know like it may seem like a very i just don't like uh, for some reason silly I'm question tone be like but like a little you bit know, of like it could be a little bit you know deeper you know like no? what, but it seems like you're kind of disgusted with it because you're like what kind of blob are you is how i'm hearing it no 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 i no. just like there's it like what kind of blob like the word blob itself is just so i mean it's, say it quicker it, you go blob, blob. Bloop. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Bloop, bloop instead of going blob yeah. you yeah you, yeah you could be you know a blob that's got little pricky little bubbles coming kind of uh, spreading out of it a bubble blob you know a bubble bubbly blob, yeah a blubbly bubble <laughs> you know you could you could be one of those too you know making a little blip in in your little like pool of uh water and just making lovely ripples you know emanating from it um i don't really know quite what i'm saying to be honest I am a little bit sleep deprived. Should I segue into my opener? I'm not like wanting to compete. Hey, you're the one who said, let's start with mine. So (laughs) you have to answer my question before we (laughs) go into yours. (laughs) You can't leave the question open ended. I mean, we can. That's the whole point of this. But I'd like to hear your thoughts. What are you thinking? Thinking. Um... I I can hear the cogs of your. Yeah. wheels in your in your brain turning mm-hmm. but i don't know where they're going to where is this train of thought what's the next station what kind of blob do i want to be i'm thinking of all different materials mm-hmm. are you like aluminum foil mm-hmm. or are you like pudding like, i was honestly thinking of like a spanish moss on a live tree. classy how it's kind of a hanging precariously. Yeah. sure a um, parasite it, but still it, <laughs> and like blowing <laughs> no but that's a lovely notion part of it dangles and like blows and sure. swinging swinging i always think that's a yeah. nice a nice image sure i want to be the blob uh-huh. of i want to be the birthday party balloon that mm. escapes the knot and gets to just the one balloon or like the the balloon ones like when someone okay. like is holding a balloon and walking around outside carrying it and it just slips out of their hands and like mm-hmm. it just starts to move. it's not because i know they have like weather balloons and those are like they go up and they pop and then mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. the instruments you know a little parachute mm-hmm. comes out but i want to be like the birthday party balloon i want to be like the disney princess or like the little like cartoon character scene balloon mm-hmm. that just floats to infinity to where like you look at the sky and, and PBS, beyond it, yeah mm-hmm. like you can't mm-hmm. see it anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and i don't know what happens to it. i mean we know what happens to it but uh, but you i used don't to know. send messages like that what like <laughs> <laughs> When I was younger what a, what a um, Luddite you didn't you don't text people until like last I year? mean it, it was <laughs> yeah, yes um so it wasn't to any particular individual it was kind of like the, the idea of a message in the bottle um that you send out into the ocean only problem with the ocean when you live relatively near the shore is that it it comes back right away it doesn't go across the ocean you know so the closest thing that the um, librarians or, or bookseller lady people—I uh, mean, they don't have to be ladies—we're um, egalitarian over here. Um, what about? <laughs> but you know, uh, they they would tell us, uh, "Let's send a message via balloon." And so we'd have like a helium-filled balloon, write a little note, um, tie up this note to the end of the string, and send the balloon on its way and then um you know like have a little address of like where to write to if they would if they receive this You and this is some sweet letter from a child and so you know more often than not if people found these the remainders of the balloons (laughs) um once they've you know made their descent um they would try and write back and we'd see like what part of world they came from and uh i mean i don't think I don't remember exactly what replies we got, but I think we got a few replies from the entire class. So, you know, not too bad of a turnout, but also it would kind of depend if they would respond within the year or not. You know? That is so cool. sometimes it might not get found is- for a while. <laughs> yeah, right. But that is really neat. Yeah. What kind of messages would you remember writing? I don't know. Like, kid stuff. Like, hi how are you my name is stephanie um hope this message finds you well you know <laughs> yeah. i don't know exactly what i wrote i don't think there's anything too personal like not like what do you do for a living or what would you do better <laughs> anything like that how but i think do it was make? just <laughs> these were free balloons you know yeah oh oh that as a question <laughs> no i mean because you wouldn't necessarily assume that it was an adult necessarily writing back it could be even another kid from like a different um neighborhood and you could have like a new pen pal or something you know i don't know um i'm trying to think if if i were to do that today mm. what would i say i think i'd come up with more crazy questions i think Mm -hmm. they're fun i think they make you think not in a linear fashion um but maybe that's just the way i think what kind of blob are you yeah you know like it's not a leading question necessarily you can give examples but they don't have to follow the parameters of those examples they can also make up their own rules right Mm-hmm. You know, so that's kind of the part that makes it interesting to see how different people's brains tick in a way that's similar or dissimilar to yours. I would want to do like a Rorschach test of some kind and just do this random design. This is an ink blob test, correct? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. yeah. Do some scribble art mm-hmm. and just have the question of, what do you see what do you see and then also what do you feel i i do this on a routinely basis to my friends i scribble something down with like my fountain pens i've never had this and Bay. you've never heard of this i thought you were part of this not from you I must have sent you oh dear i'm sorry i've a different friend group out of this. <laughs> <laughs> and um, you got one of these from stephanie I, 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 when I had plenty of time on my hands, so I guess I haven't done it recently, um, I would, uh, (laughs) I would during work a particularly like slow week, you know, take, um, some post-it notes, scribble them with my fountain pen because the fountain pen ink is water soluble, at least ones I use, um, you can do some incredible shading with it. So as a result, um, you know, I, I like conjure some sort of crazy sometimes bobbler, sometimes kind of sharp looking you know just just random shapes they don't particularly mean anything i don't even know what i'm drawing the pen is my guide because uh, the, the brain is not really truly <laughs> involved with the 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 insanity of whatever the image that is ensues um and then i asked you know i sent this picture out to to some fellow friends and ask what do you see? What do you think it is? Cause I don't know what it is. Um, and, and <laughs> yeah. tell me why do you think you're thinking that it is what it is? And I know that sounds like one of those crazy like job interview questions, like, tell me, what, you know, how you know what what uh hey. how many sheep are there in Canada and why, how do you know this? You know, but I, I do find it fascinating how people think. Um so yeah. This has gotten way off tangent. I don't even know if we had a tangent to begin with. I love this. This is great. What kind of blob would I be? Yeah. Right now, I'm feeling like a popcorn blob, but I don't know. That's because I'm really hungry. <laughs> um, and you know, you just can't really predict how the popcorn shapes can turn out. Now, if you have kettle corn, you know, it's more a predictable pattern. But if it's just standard microwave popcorn uncontrolled um it could be any form you know whatever it wants to be and then it just suddenly sprouts and bam it's it's formed fully (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) so um let's say that for now i don't know i don't have a serious answer right now i think it changes from second to second to be honest yeah so M- much like you know, microwave popcorn, every second there's a couple <laughs> second more curls that come out. So, okay, how about your what was, what was your original opener supposed to be? Um, totally unrelated. <laughs> mm, mm. Under- this is know, how we think, you know, way. never uh, parallel trains of thought, but never the same station. <laughs> uh, it's a would you rather. Is a preference. Ooh, Are yes. you somebody when traveling a distance, okay. um, when traveling in general? So given that you're going to travel for the time of 15 minutes, mm-hmm. would you rather go, and I'm just going to say we're in a car because okay. cars have such a large variety of speed. Okay. So would you rather be driving in a car for 15 minutes, going fast on the at a high speed on the freeway or highway, mm-hmm. or would you either be driving for 15 minutes going like slower neighborhood roads? No. Um, like 30. Freeway. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use like miles per hour, like 30, 40 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. Where there's maybe a few like traffic the stops. First, no. The first? Yes. Okay. I do this on a routinely basis. It is much more satisfying. Because. To go. Because you're, you're, you're cro- covering more distance? Covering more distance, and I don't have to rely as much on people being hideously slow and annoying. On a freeway, there's an expectation that you can't drive 15 miles per hour mm-hmm. in a 60, 70 mile per hour zone. Whereas in the 30 mile hour zone, on you know, not the freeway, usually... That is sometimes acceptable, and uh, people don't get honked at for that kind of stuff or pulled over for that. Whereas the freeway, you know, it's you got to go with the the rest of the speed around you, if not more. Does your answer change if you're the driver or a passenger? No, same for both. Yes, maybe I'm impatient, or I just like to get things done. But um, I think. Well, I think you said something interesting that you, it's almost as if you don't have to think as much. Because you said- like, if you're, if you're slow, if you're on the slow side of traffic, I just find it frustrating because um, maybe this is the way I grew up, but like um, if people in front of us were slow, we just always switch lanes, like the faster section. We wouldn't so, like, just stay on the same lane. Because why would you stay behind someone who is unforgivably slow? You know? Um, unforgivably slow. Low. It's okay. like you're walking on the sidewalk and then you can't move past these people because they're four in a row taking up the entire sidewalk. You can't go into the street. You know, that's dangerous. And so you're just behind these people and they're just ridiculously slow. And, and you like like, I need to get somewhere. You like that every time? That yes, to you? but I don't think it's quite road rage because I'm not yelling at them. No, no, but you're inside of seething. Yes. So that's why I have to drown my commute with music or something else to distract me from the 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 seething that, that comes from within. Um yeah. So interesting. I'm very different on all of that. Mm. Yeah, that's interesting. So i hit a couple points because you, you said a couple points. So mm. for both passenger, Okay, so for driver, for sure, I prefer the slower speed of roads because I like to just take more things in at the surroundings. It if I'm depends. Pa- have, you, have you been there before or are you seeing it for the first time? Both. Sorry. Yeah, okay. Yeah. If I'm passenger... I have less preference because I can always just, like, look around and see things. Mm, mm-hmm, but the driver, mm-hmm. when you're going faster, like, you really have to be looking ahead. You, you don't have. Yeah. yeah. If I'm at a red light, I love just having that stillness, just a quick pause and checking out, seeing if there's pedestrians, reading the signs, reading the billboards. I don't love checking out for pedestrians. It's something I just do just <laughs> to make you, you know, run people over. <laughs> exactly. Um, Also just like pausing for myself, like helps me remember like to stretch my shoulders or my back when I'm sitting there and to continue that whole, like enjoying the pause. Yes. If I'm behind somebody or a group of people who are walking slower than I'd like, and there's not really an opportunity to get around them. There's some times where, yes, I have a moment of impatience because I'm running late or need to get somewhere. And I'm like, really like not okay with giving grace to that. But a lot of times I use it as a learning moment for, like, reflection for myself and to be, like, why am I in such a rush? Should I, I know have- why I'm in a rush because I'm should always have- late for everything. Yeah, like, should I should have left earlier. Or also, like, what's the rush? Like, just take a moment to, like, chill and breathe and, like, just slow down a little bit. I'm really excited you live this life because I do not live this life. Yeah, so. I have... If they're, if they're, very I don't, I don't, I don't always have that like, oh lovely. I get to have a moment of reflection. Good goody. I'm behind like this long line of you know, a field trip of second graders, like, oh, I love this. My travel time is delayed by five minutes. <laughs> I love, like, you got you gotta love the school buses when they stop at the beginning of every railroad crossing. In in if America yeah. in the United this, States, yes, yeah. It's- um and it's it's just wonderful, just waiting for this bus to move on. It's not waiting for any kids, it's just waiting to see if there's any trains. But that's what the, the railroad crossing like barrier thing that lifts up and down is supposed to do. And you know, but you know you that's know, why it exists, right? Because that's failed and there were some awful accidents that happened. I know. And it's like it, but it's like one in a million, but um
1: if it you is
0: go faster, you have higher chances of going through. <laughs> you know, if you just go slow, you're just putting yourself for more seconds at risk. You know, so just fly through that thing. So I'm telling there's you, the that. length of there's the length of the bus, and then the speed limitations as well. Imagine school bus said, "Fly it over, fly can't it over." Can't go ninety. Miles per hour. <laughs> Are you tell me we can't react speed the movie <laughs> calories and is it Sandra Bullet? Wasn't that forty miles an hour or something? I don't remember. Is it? I'm it confusing was. this with Back to the Future. Eighty-eight. It's gigawatts. Oh, I, I, I thought know. it was like miles per hour, something like that, with the DeLorean. Um. Yes. I. I. I don't think I am. The Furious, but I'm definitely the fast. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I actually I'm trying to think if the Fast and the Furious, who was actually furious? There's like eight of them. What about the anger, movies? and they were fighting the villains. This is someone who's it's never all seen about them. family. What? what there's is the bad guys. There's always the about. bad guys. They're trying to stop. <laughs> are they living in a white bread world? <laughs> 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 Driving their fast cars. <laughs> it's a rat race it's a real <laughs> rat race Getting uh, through. a lot of chew I, on there are you going to say that they're chasing cars by snow patrol chasing cars <laughs> 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 um, but yeah so my response is yeah it really varies but I like to take moments where I might feel a little bit of friction or frustration in myself and be like pause see if there can be a juicy moment of like meditation and slowing down a little bit um i think i do find my like inner peace when i am either walking or just people watching like just sitting in a bench or a cafe and just like i have nowhere to be so i don't have the anxiety of Mm. like having to get somewhere on time or you know something like that or if i'm literally just driving through the country and i don't have to be there at a specific time sure i'll wait for the slow people (laughs) The tractors bring it on. The cows, I'll wait till the cows come home. You know? No, I know that. I know the saying. Yes, but
1: (laughs) I think across
0: the road for me. Like when I said, like when I like to address to people's pace. It also like I I like I don't like to assume and like impose my experience on their experience. But I do like to try to see and consider what they're going through, what they're walking through, dealing with. i I don't want to honk that's why i said inwardly seething yeah but i'm not gonna like gesticulate with you know hand motions or anything other than hi thanks you know you see a time someone's driving slow and there's like a child like asleep in the back seat so they're trying to drive slow and not fly over the speed bumps and like you pause and be like well what's yeah what is it like to be a parent to that child and like How's their day going or you know, are they hungry? How are they feeling? What movie mm-hmm. have they watched recently? When's the last time they cried? I don't know. It's going on in my mind. <laughs> I I think I think those things like in the airport when I'm not doing anything, I'm just waiting mm. for the plane to board. Yeah. And then I see like a crying child or like, "Mommy, I want this." And I'm like, "What was there?" You know, a week ago what was that like not necessarily you know this morning because we all know everyone is always chaotically packing or maybe oh, they're like, not but if you're you know, like a fly in the wall in their kitchen a week ago or something like yeah what is, a day what a if, day in the life yeah yeah uh-huh um that 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 to me is more interesting but that's when i have nothing else to do that's so kind of a prerequisite yeah um yeah because when i'm in a rush it's pretty much all, all about me mm-hmm you know okay you, you, fo- your focus, numero uno your focus narrows there yeah <laughs> how about you and tarabang with the blob question with this preference over speed and do you prefer white bread or not white bread mm-hmm. and what kind of not white bread or what kind of white bread there's a lot of types of bread would you consider um like non mm-hmm. bread, <laughs> bread like flat bread, the flat bread, yeah, which I think is. What about a papa?dom Is that a bread? I had. I, I think I'm backing down on this because I kind of became head. Like to a head tortilla versus a tortilla chip. With coworkers, of if. Uh, a cheesecake with a pie. Uh, when Pie Day happened, kind even of though it's called a cake. Yeah, exactly. Um, because there's this whole discussion of like, well, it has a crust, yeah. um, but it has the word cake in the name, and I. Felt but it's like- you know there's there's misnamers like sea stars also called starfish. Mm-hmm. You know they're not really. I, I feel like fish cheesecake in the is the in their own category. Sense. It's like it's not a tart because sometimes like tarts have a little bit of a. Cr- of a so there's there's two sauce. types of cheesecake, and I felt like lied to when I went to England, because in the sense I wasn't being lied to because it literally was like a spongy cake made with ricotta cheese. Mm. So I can't I can't fault them for the was absolute... that a cheese space cake or like no <laughs> space cake amazing <laughs> I, I love a dramatically... space cake. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, it was it was one word cheesecake but because i'd been raised in america all my life and had seen like new york style cheesecake you know it's the stuff that's got like a creamy cheese base but there's not much flour involved in fact basically no flour except for like you say the crust which is usually like some kind of graham cracker crust or something with that it's similar really pie crust. crumbly it's texture not, it's not a pie dough crust you roll right so it's, 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 it's like a crumbly texture but not like floury. It's kind of like c- crunchy. It's crisp- not crispy, but like it's its its own thing, you know? Um, yeah. You can look up pictures. Y- you'll understand what we're saying. Um, is it like some brown sugar bits? And uh, it's not really doughy in any particular sense. But the um, other cheesecake I'm talking about, it really was like a cake. like It had air holes for cake space. <laughs> yeah <You> know, <laughs> like like a spongy cake that just happened like, to contain what, cheese as an ingredient, is, but is, is not was it predominantly is cream cheese? That's what the moon is made out of, cheese and cheese. Part of space, a very very tiny percentage of space. Yeah, and in, in, in some ways, in many ways, Earth is also made of space. <laughs> So mm-hmm. you two are made of stardust. Everyone is special. <laughs> okay. We're, we're okay. talking the cosmic universe, right? Okay. Um, yeah. You, so you, took cheese. That. you took it there. Yeah, I was, you know, uh, that's what I'm here for. You know what I want to talk about? <laughs> Not cheesecake. <laughs> I'm going to move on. <laughs> And Tara Bang, I want to tell you what I've been talking about this week with Stephanie. We talked about it before this podcast recorded. Did we? I have been watching this music video <laughs> a lot. Um, this week, it came out. I um, I am not. I'm to a superficial, certain degree of kind of a distant spectator for no particular real reason. Um, but i a little familiar with the music genre of k-pop korean pop music um and it's definitely getting more and more popular mainstream over here in the states and so emerging uh, different groups when they're coming out with songs or albums or performances that's kind of definitely coming more and more on like news feeds over here and i came across this new music video by a group called Stray Kids, it is called Maniac, and it just really stood out to me. Um, it took me a long time to try to figure out who was the director of the music video. I'm gonna mispronounce this, but we'll definitely be including like the music video and uh, this director's Links. website. Yeah, um, Bang Jyoob, B A N G J A. Um, E-Y-E-O-B. They have a great website um, just kind of showing all of the different K-pop music videos that they've directed as well. Some looks like short Korean films. I think just just to touch on this might be a topic we like bring up more later on because I'm someone who does kind of enjoy watching music videos and seeing how it changes the perspective and feel of the songs. I think there is an importance. I know MTV, you know, isn't as focused on just showing music videos all day anymore and determining what's popular because now there's with the internet and things like YouTube or streaming services. Streaming services, you can, you know, check out music videos for all different sorts of artists at any time. But um, but yeah, I always I do enjoy have the opportunity to try to listen to uh a song without seeing a music video first for a little bit Mm -hmm. and getting see if you like it. Yeah, and coming up with my own. Feel for it. And then it, it, maybe it's right away, or maybe like could be a year or two later, but oh, here's a music video for this. And and you watch it and um yeah, just how it changes and how it shapes. Because sometimes for me, it's got me to actually really uh, like and enjoy a song a lot more and mm-hmm. add it to a playlist or something, or really get a stronger connection with it. And I think that's just really powerful how music videos can do that because they are kind of like short films, um, mm-hmm. but it's tied it, abetted to the song and mm. I always like when certain you know when there's creative choices and there's things revealed about the artist's self and ability they dance or do a trick or something or do a stunt um you can see maybe what they were feeling with the song but anyways this music video Maniac by Stray Kids I've really been enjoying it because yes the song is is nice um there's some really good dance choreography, but what stood out to me um, and good singing, good vocals, but what stood out to mm-hmm. me is, is the editing and kind of the putting together of the music video with these really lovely um, animations and the sequences of, you know, of the different, different frames and overlapping. It's very seamless and neat and it's very syn- synchronized with the beat of the music. And uh, sometimes there's a few special effects uh, that tied together perfectly with the lyrics, which are sometimes either English or Korean, and it's a little bit—it's pretty fast-paced. There's a lot packed in there, and I feel like it's something I don't want to invalidate it or in any way. But I feel like when you when I see it at least, and Stephanie I think had a similar experience. When you see certain transitions, you kind of nod in agreement and go, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Like mm-hmm. I'm not really like maybe I'm not like astounded by jaws on the floor. But it's just—it's very pleasing. It's kind of when you know when the corners line up perfectly Mm. a little bit. But it just happens that corner corners line uh, lining up perfectly happened so many times for me when I watched this, to the point of like this is incredible. I feel like it's amazing how I'm not certain if it's just all from this one director. Maybe there's a team involved. Sure. Um, But I just think it's incredible how well synced it is. Yeah, and how you're able to come up with. You know, with p- putting all those different shots together and thinking so about how to, tr- how to splice things together, I think is how so there's a lot kind of, of like jump cuts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess to, to explain it to you and Terry, there's a lot of jump cuts happening. And um, it's kind of like the magician's classic trick of misdirection, right? They make you look at one thing, thing A, let's call it. Um, and meanwhile, thing two is kind of getting into position. And then um, all of a sudden, they'll switch the frame so that you're, you know, looking still at thing one. But then thing two, suddenly this, you know, changes scenery or, or changes something. And uh, the thing A is still sort of in the same position where it was. So you're kind of like a bit uh, bamboozled about like how you got to this new location. But really, it was in transition all along. And, but I've seen this done like a couple of times in some other like well-edited music videos or other non music videos um but like you said it's just a series of them it just kind of makes it more compelling to watch i think it's when it's well done and it doesn't feel like after number five you know the same transition it, it feels like it might be like an old trick you know and you get tired of it but yes. because they find a way to keep it fresh and they change something else like like you said a new animation comes up or a new uh camera tilt happens Mm -hmm. so you don't you know even though you know to expect some kind of transition you don't really know where it's going to come from choreography because sometimes the the members will be doing a shoulder shrug and like a hip Mm -hmm. you know side to side bounce and the camera is going in out in out tilt 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 and you're like zoom zoom like that's choreography um yeah with it's like it's, it's dancing as well um yeah so I thought that was was interesting I'm also not crazy about the k-pop genre in general but I do have to also take my hat off for said uh, cinematography and editing yeah so we'll we'll include that song on our Spotify list so I encourage you to just Mm -hmm. listen to the song first Mm -hmm. and just see how you feel about it and then if you'd like Mm -hmm. to check out the link in the in the episode description and Maybe yeah. Maybe down the line we can talk a bit more about other music videos or things that have... Uh, I thought started. of one that we can yeah. include. Um, Mint Royale, they came out with a song called Blue Song a while ago. Blue Song? And, um, yes. Um, like the color. And um, I believe this is the music video. So uh, I think Noel Fielding is like, he's driving a car. So Noel Fielding is a British comedian slash actor. And... Um, I think he hosted the Great British Bake Off at some point. Maybe currently. Um, And he uh, was working with Edgar Wright who is like a director. He famously did the Hot Fuzz or Cornetto trilogy um, and also the Baby Driver movie. And actually, so this music video was the one that basically became Baby Driver. (laughs) Oh, okay. Um, Because it's like he's he's singing along to this one song and karaoke while doing like these car tricks and and stuff while he's like driving some from place a to place b so um you know i've heard baby driver being described as one enormous (laughs) movie length music video um and and in many ways it is and i'm glad to say this one is like the origin for you know um, origin piece that edgar has put out into the world for it and then many years later baby driver came to fruition but yeah, <laughs> thanks to thanks to blue song that's I'm, i haven't seen or heard of that um so I'll definitely mm-hmm. check that out i think also without going too much detail a group that i think has always done outstanding music videos is uh okay go um definitely they find just, a way to just they make with a bar practical effect and effects, then, like leap the- over it like pole vault over this bar like by miles every single time yeah that's definitely i think for yeah for the practical effects aspect um it's just yeah i don't know how they come up with it and also plan and how many uh reshoots they've had to take because i've seen some of the i forgot which song it was of theirs that use like a rube goldberg style of um thing Mm. so rube goldberg it's like you're trying to accomplish a very simple task but you have very Complex means in many layers of steps in order to get there, you know. Um, and I think they did one, I forgot what it was, but it was the first one that I saw. It was very colorful and just all over the place, but just fantastically so, you know. Yeah. Um, so, a very admirable group. We'll be linking a few of those music videos as well. Sure. But that is, that's what I kind of wanted to share a little bit and touch on, at least in the beginning beginning of that um, I don't know for you and Terubing, if, if anything that stands out to you certain music videos or, or artists who have or, or you know directors um who've done things that you think really stand out to you um and maybe kind of reinvent the wheel of viewing this type of of media so feel free to let us know uh we'd love to check out things we may not have come across yet Mm. Uh, I'm I'm sorry. I've I've gone into a bit of a fake state because I'm thinking of one 44 minute video I've seen this past week that's been taking up most oh. of my brain space. What's going on? Yeah. Um fine. so there's this song called Call on Me by Eric Pritz, P R Y D Z. And uh apparent so he um took a sample from Steve Winwood's Valerie which is, I think it's like an 80s music song. I mean, Late yeah, '80s song song yeah. music. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's got, you know, a lot of elements of, you know, the 80s. Like, it's got a lot of reverb in it. It's got, you know, pining for love of something or, you know, this Valerie individual. Um, but there's this, like, one catchy bit in the chorus where, like, the E of, like, Valerie is drawn out or, like, calling me is also drawn out. And so this video, and we'll put a link to this so I can give Howard Hands, the, uh, the YouTuber, the proper credit. Um, he was saying that actually in the chronology of things, it wasn't Eric Pritz who um, kind of came up with this and ran with it. it As actually, I think, Thomas Bangalter from Le Daft Punk and Ooh. his buddy, other buddy, um, not the other half of Daft Punk, uh, DJ Falcon, who kind of took that part, ran it, but used it more as a DJ tool to kind of like transition into other bits of music or just use it as like another um, sample tool to, you know, like play it as like a, a, another tone like they would for other things. Um, but then uh, they, I, I think a couple of record companies tried to get them to produce it and they're like, this would be a big hit. And they're like, no, we just want to keep using it as a DJ tool. Um, and then eventually one production company did like get the rights to like the vocals or got their own singer to kind of like mimic the same portion of the song. And so they got Eric Pritz uh, and uh, to do that. And I think some people have remixed it and called it their own and, you know, um, and all the uh, copyright hell of that ensues. Um, but it was a very interesting video for something I'd never heard of before. Um, I had no experience to, or um, prior knowledge of what this was, but it just instantly sounded so familiar. Um, this The tone of the music and um, I think calling me, uh, I don't know what genre would you call it? Was it EZM, EDM, or Yeah, it's um, kind of early EDM uh, yeah. dance electronica music. It's yeah. insanely catchy. Um, but I think after it plateaus a bit. I think the remix one that someone has put on YouTube um with Tama and uh DJ Falcon's version it it kind of is a little catchier because it builds in you know there's a crescendo decrescendo of like rhythm and and uh volume and and just there's a lot more dynamics dynamicness um in it than the the popular version but you know that one was successful so that's one that's talked about a lot but, but yeah has check that a very, it has a very specific music video yeah it's uh, it's like you know the 80s aerobic classes yes. It just kind of like through whatever was a lot, of, lot basic. of pelvic thrusting a lot of spin yeah, the deaths, time. high mm-hmm. cut outfits um so it's very seductive and sensual for sure that i think weren't there a lot of like those jazzer aerobic music videos back in the day too like, um, yeah, like, li- like Olivia Newton one. John's physical kind of was yeah. a standout. Um, but this one's a bit bit different. It had more for of because it was very much like it looks like you know, it's just like from post 80s, but trying to be 80s. That's what it kind of seemed like. But um yeah, no, that's cool. Thanks for sharing that, Stephanie. Yeah, yeah. Anytime, anything related to Def Punk, you know, I'm there. <laughs> way there. Definitely do recommend, it, even for the non Def Punk. Uh, nerds, it's a solid piece of music history, I think. Well, I think it's cool to have those deep dives into things yeah that teach you just about other things unrelated. Um, I thought it'd be so dry, it was not dry, mm-hmm. and it was a good, helps you for, get, like, good a big picture of the, how things tie together and like how the lights the of pies, yeah, of music. Yeah, wonderful. Well, and Terrabang, thanks for hanging out with us. Sorry if it was a little little wonky and all over the place but we had it i had a great time yes I, I had a couple I, things to, for sure i enjoyed it i'm trying to think of a bread pun but i'm failing so <laughs> thanks but we'll send you on your way we're uh, a good one we're currently blobs of bread pudding right now in Bank, so we're gonna call oh, it a night love the bread pudding <laughs> take care <laughs>